When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, Oscar fans, we have assembled the number one team of Oscarologists in Hollywood to track this year's Derby for you. I'm Tom O'Neill of Gold Derby, here with Ann Thompson of IndieWire, Pete Hammond of Deadline Hollywood, and Tim Gray of Variety. And before... And before we officially start, I want to give Anne a shout-out for having the best predictions last year among our experts for the nominations. And wonderful. <laughs> and by the way, when I was looking... Occasionally it happens. No, <laughs> and when I was looking at your predictions for nominations this morning, I noticed that you had Olivia Coleman for actress for the nominations and then blew it for, like the rest of us for uh, Oscar true. night. It's yeah. true. Pete Hammond had the best predictions among PMC experts for the winners last year. And he not <laughs> and he not only got Green Book right, but here's the astounding thing that Pete achieved last year with his predictions. He got Green Book for screenplay. Green Book hadn't won a single screenplay award last year at all, and the favorites were The Favorite and Roma, and somehow Pete knew that. Well done, Pete. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> Thank you. It was really nothing. <laughs> Tim, you're a slacker. We gotta we gotta catch up here, you know. Well, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, especially at the at this point, because I feel like at this point in in Oscar uh, season, it's it's honeymoon period where it's like anything uh, could happen. And sometimes I predict things that I'm hoping that I'm pulling yeah, you for. You can't do that. Yeah. Well, I know, I know, but it's... Ah, wrong, wrong thing. No. I had the best score two years ago for Oscar nominations. And then for winners that year, Pete and I tied for second place. Um, I forget who beat us, uh, but it was among the, non-ex- the non-PMC experts. Right, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so we are a proven group of Oscarologists up here. And that said, we're going to take the front runners, according to the Gold Derby odds, for best picture. And Anne, we'll start with you. Um, do you agree that these are the five movies that can win? Number one, The Irishman. Two, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Three, Marriage Story. Four, 1917. And five, that surprising little parasite. I do. I think those are the top five. Why? Absolutely. Why? And I think that uh, Irishman has scale and scope and stake eater support and actor support and all the bells and whistles that you would hope for. So does Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, a lot of male support, too. These are movies about men and the old uh, masculinity that uh, no longer seems to be okay. <laughs> and I think people love that. No foreign language film has ever won a Best Picture before. So, of course, we thought Roma could do it last year. And then Pete proved us all wrong with Green Book. But there is a difference between uh, Parasite, uh, which is that 
foreign language, wily little contender that can, and Roma from last year isn't there. Yeah. Oh, uh, totally. Um, Parasite, first of all, isn't Netflix. So you don't have to worry about the anti-Netflix group, which I think is at least 500 voters. Uh, <laughs> wow. That will okay. nominate it. They'll nominate anything from Netflix, but they will not go for Best Picture because there's a lot of people that think that's a, a bridge too far. Um, but Parasite has the best chance, you know, when the Palm d'Or. No movie since Marty in 1955 has won the Palme d'Or and the Best Picture Oscar. So that would be interesting uh, in that regard. There's one movie you didn't mention, which in my conversations with Academy members keeps coming up constantly, which is Ford v. Ferrari. Very popular. That is loved by particularly the crafts groups and things. I've heard it all weekend long when you know people say that's what it, the sad thing is, most Academy members I talk to haven't seen much of anything. I, you know, a couple of them said, I'm looking forward to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I said, it opened really? in July. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how behind we are in this season, which is a shortened season. And I don't think a lot of them are aware of the fact that the ballots go out January 2nd and are back January 7th. So really, we're a month away. A lot of people saw Irishman over the weekend. Yes, no, they watched it on Netflix. Thanksgiving weekend was a big... Yes, that was... Um, I, I talked to a lot of people. Well, I actually talked to a lot of people that are watching it in interesting ways. And these are all Academy members. These are all names you definitely would know. And uh, one is two and a half hours through it so far and has another hour to go. Uh, one is watching it like Quigby, or, you know, the new Jeffrey Katzenberg thing. They're watching it in half-hour increments. Jesus. And uh, she said that she's gotten into it actually 45 minutes so far. And, uh, so, and uh, they're all voters. And so it's very interesting when you have this kind of television thing going on where they can sit there and watch it any way they want with interruptions. It does affect it. I'm a big screen proponent. So, uh, and I think if you sit and watch The Irishman that way, you'll have a different opinion than watching it on television, but we'll see. Tim, you have it at number one, like most of us do, as Irishman, why? I mean, I just think it, it, it hits all the right buttons. I mean, there was such anticipation for it before it opened, you know, because it's Martin Scorsese reuniting with, with Robert De Niro, and, and it's an epic. But when I saw it, I thought, God, this movie really delivers. This is, this is not a movie that's uh, just going on its reputation. I, I thought it was... Uh, I, it was just great on so many levels, it, partly because it's, it just keeps you involved for, for three and a half hours. Um, but also, you know, it's, it's Scorsese going to uh, an area that he's covered before, but doing it in a whole different way. So it, I think it's, uh, I think it's, it's I, last really strong. Last year, we uh, saw something that we'd never seen before, which was this very, very public opinion uh, of where we thought everything was going, and then this very private way it really did go. In other words, um, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody was roundly trashed by critics, but it won four out of five of its races. And Pete, you said something to me a few weeks ago that I'll bet you're right. I'll bet you it came in second for Best Picture. Yeah, I think it did. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, and it all started, people got that whole teeth and <laughs> I know, and In retrospect, when you look at it, Green Book won right at the beginning, the National Board of Review. It was beloved yeah. by the Golden Globes. It won there. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody won there, too. You could see these little precursor things indicating the Producers Guild, which is often an indicator of the industry interest in something, went to Green Book, and so you could tell that. And, and Bohemian was also really popular within the industry. And uh, Roma had a problem. Roma was getting critics groups and things like that, but once it hit 
screeners are Netflix. A lot of people that I talk to, in fact, almost all of them that I talk to that watched it on Netflix are particularly on a screener, didn't get through it. Didn't get through the first 25 minutes. It wasn't the right way to see it. No, it's a lot of mopping and things <laughs> in the first 20 minutes. Right, right, right. And that was a problem for that movie at that time. But, but I do think that Rami Malek was the win for Bohemian Rhapsody, and that's what they wanted it to do. And it would never have been the win as Best Picture because it's about presenting the movie that represents the industry as they want it to be seen. And it wasn't classy enough for that but or well-reviewed enough for that. I also think with, with, with what you were saying about, about predictions and stuff, because I think there's a, there's a group who do buzz, you know, including us, and there's a, the Oscar voters, and they're they're very separate. Last groups. year they had very different opinions. Yeah, and, and we didn't see a clear division of that till the end. No, Film and, and Twitter and, is very misleading. There's but, no question yeah. about what that. What is? Film Twitter. Yeah, it is, and and you know again, no film was more beat up than Green Book and uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. But for the record, I also predicted Green Book would win because because yeah, but oh, that was a yeah, big win, a big win for all of us. I were on a panel, which we do at yeah. Emerson College, and some guy raised his hand and asked a question and said. Well, nobody's predicting Green Book, um, you know, to win. It's all Roma. And, and uh, I looked at Tim. I said, Tim, you predicted it, didn't you? And he goes, yeah. And I said, I predicted it. So there you have it. But, we but, predicted it. No, but, and, but that was it. And, you know, the yeah. perception was yeah. that that wasn't. Well, again, because the buzz was, was so much in favor of, of, of Roma. But, again, the, the people that I talked to, the, the voters, I mean, when you talk to them about, like, Bohemian Rhapsody, they said, I, I liked it. You know, I, I, it's sometimes apologetically, but and sometimes it's just like, I don't care what Twitter says, but, uh, you know, I liked it. And and that's always a factor. We, that's we get what we had last flag. year. We don't care what Twitter says. And that's what our yeah. job is now, is to get in front of that. Now, last year, with the foreign language film that uh, we thought was going to win Best Picture, that did win Best Foreign Film. And I think a lot of us believe that Roma could, probably could have won Best Picture if it hadn't won, been paid off by the voters for foreign film. They said, oh, we're giving it a best picture there kind of thing. But Roma had won BAFTA, uh, which, which has the uh, just a, a, a plurality vote, a ch you know, check off, none of this ranking kind of thing. So we got a lot of confusing tea leaves this year. But BAFTA was wrong six years in a row now. Oh, for best picture. Yeah. Okay. But normally they uh, are pretty accurate with the, uh, like the acting category. Maybe before the last six years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bringing this up because of Parasite. I think it's different. I think it's the little movie that can change things this year. And the reason I say that is because when you, when you uh, now listen to the evangelical vote, and that is what is changing everything at the Emmys and at the Oscars this year, which is, uh, recently, which is, yes, when they say, oh, yes, The Revenant's going to win Best Picture but I really love Spotlight. Mm -hmm. Or when they say, yeah, La La Land's going to win Best Picture, but boy, I love Moonlight. And we just saw it with Fleabag at the Emmys. There is this kind of evangelical, but have you seen the... And I think that is Parasite this year, whether or not it cashes in on that, I think is fascinating to watch. I agree with you completely. Okay. Um, but it's still no, as you said, no foreign film has won Best Picture, so it's a tall climb. You you, it'll get nominated. It'll get maybe eight nominations, but to win Best Picture, that's another matter. 
on the cusp. Number uh, on the other hand, though, B uh, um, Bong Joon-ho is a great campaigner. And he's charming. This guy has been everywhere. He's going to go to the opening of Ralph's over in the Valley. Right now I mean, we have, uh, no, I'm right going now like, a bunch this of guy programs. knows how to do it. It's such a tall climb because you end up with the mainstream categories. You have the, forgive me, the publicists, the writers are more uh, high-end, like the craftspeople, but the publicists, the producers, the big groups that are more mainstream have to like Parasite too. And that's where the question mark comes in. Jojo Rabbit kind of follows the Bohemian Rhapsody thing last year. It's, people love it. I loved it. I mean, it's, just, it's very emotional, but it's been very divisive with the critics. But it, on the other hand, it won the TIFF Audience Award, as had Green Book and many other big emotional movies. Uh, I don't feel like people are talking about Jojo. They like it. And, and it's, it did win Toronto, which is a huge bellwether. It really is. Um, but the critics are at, at like 49, But the critics don't matter this 50. year. I mean, and it's that's really the whole point not, of this. So we, let's separate. Good. No, you need to have a patina of success. You need to have some Tony aspects to no, it. But, no. And this is a mainstream movie that people like, but they don't necessarily think it's special. I, I bet the, here's what's not going to happen. The critics groups aren't going to give it anything. Yeah, yeah, I think that's true. But, they but, but, Green Book but you're right. I think, I think a lot of people do like it, but I don't hear a lot of people talk. I hear a lot of people talking about Parasite. Parasite. And, and uh, The Irishman, and in the past week, 1917. Let's talk about that now. That really hit like a uh, an explosion in this race in the last week when we finally all saw it. Uh, it took a lot of guts for Universal to hold that thing out to the end uh, and a shortened season, but the screener just arrived upstairs. <laughs> we Critics' Choice voters got it. The timing turned out to be pretty smart. There's a lot of buzz for that movie. It's now. really good. It really works. Yeah. The actors are going to love it because what the actors had to do is extraordinary with these long, long, long takes. The craftspeople are going to love it because what Deacons pulled off is extraordinary. Every, you know, it's it's got all the stuff going for it. The way Universal sees it is their big competition is Ford versus Ferrari. They go like. I talked to people at Universal, they said, oh my God, they're all, we're all the same categories. And it's a real fight to the finish in the crafts categories between 1917 and Ford v. Ferrari in terms of really dominating those. I worry about Ford v. Ferrari in that sense. I'm a huge fan of this movie. I think it's extraordinarily well made, but it actually um, lacks the gravitas that 1917 has, which gives it an edge. It could. It could very well. As no auto racing see movies it. ever been nominated. The what? <laughs> no auto racing movies ever been nominated. Okay, sure. but uh, it's more than that. It's well, a know, character but study. I, but I yeah. think it has to go to the coffee. You know, it's got an emotional it's hook an that maybe Grand Prix or Le Mans and those kind of pictures didn't have, and uh, and that's what people seem to be. But they love the craft of it. You oh, know? I know, it's I know, it's I know. that. But we're running out of time. Okay. Little Women. Tim, does it get in for Best Picture nomination? I'm guessing so, but but I honestly don't know. I mean, I will I will say I think it's an extraordinary year because I, I think in any other year like Ford versus Ferrari, Little Women, and so they'd be shoe ins. But now it's like I mean, even on Gold Derby with ten spaces, it's like I have twenty possibilities for best film, and all of them could get in. So I, I, I'm kind of guessing at this point. I'm guessing Little Women gets One it. of the most divisive movies that we either have it in there and have it up high, our Oscarologists, or we don't, and I do, and that is Joker. Talk about controversial. Does that get in for Best Picture? Definitely. Definitely. Oh, good, good. People like Joker. I it's a it. very popular movie. At the box office, over a billion worldwide does not lie. Joaquin Phoenix, I'm going to say right now, I know we're not there yet. <laughs> he may win. 
because yeah, yeah. he's responsible for how good that movie is, right. the way that Daniel Day-Lewis was for Lincoln. Yeah. And, and that's the issue there. I think it goes all the way, Joker. Lots and lots of noms. I'm not sure about other wins. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Joker, I'm up in the air. I love Joker, but I, you know, I don't know if they're going to go for it or not in that way. I Definitely Joaquin Phoenix, I think, absolutely. Uh, we'll have to see. Oscar races are all about momentum and things building, and if Joker can get some awards action, we'll, we'll see. On the cusp, uh, Tim, is Bombshell. Mm -hmm. That's either in in a big way or it's not, and I can't make up my mind, and I change my predictions constantly. Where do you stand on um, bombshell. I, I'm, I'm hoping it gets a lot of attention, and I think it will. I mean, I, 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 it's just, it's so uh, interesting. Takes takes you by surprise. But again, I mean, what, what we're talking about, because I also realized uh, two popes we haven't talked about. We haven't right, talked right, about right. the other two Netflix movies, you know, Marriage Story and uh, and Two Popes, which have a lot of fans. And right. I love very Dolomite, strong emotional. but uh, I mean, I think that is going to get some attention. I, I, I don't know about uh, Best Picture I and Director. Two Popes and Marriage Story are actors and writers. Those are the strongest yeah. groups. Behind yeah, them. yeah. Which are big groups, big voting. Big, yes. big groups. Yeah. Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood has the huge heart yeah. that the movies that did well last year uh, have. And um, we'll talk about the acting categories in a few minutes. But uh, but uh, Best Picture, I think it, we don't have it in the top 10 now at Gold Derby. I do, I think. Um, where it's go? hanging in there at the box office, which is what it needed. Um, I think it's a little soft. Honestly, there's something about it that doesn't, it's not going to get help from the critics. It's, it's no. in the middle somewhere. It's not a home run. No, it's a quiet picture in that regard. And uh, it's one that uh, I've talked to the filmmakers about it. And they're getting this incredible reaction of, oh, my God, I got on the phone and I, I, I called somebody. You know, I just, it's, it's putting out the message of kindness. And it's a different kind of message than any other movie is doing right now. And it's having a little effect. It could be a quiet little sneak in there kind of movie beyond Tom Hanks' uh, supporting nomination. Tim, take the two uh, foreign films here, Pain and Glory and The Farewell. The Farewell is in our top 10 right now. It's at number 10. Pain and Glory is not. Do they get in? I, I am again. I hope so. I, I uh, Pain and Glory was one of my favorites this year, and and uh, I liked it a lot when I saw it. I liked it more when I saw it the second time. Um, it's it's really strong. And again, I think in a, in a, a different year, it would be a shoe in because it's it's you know it's Pedro Almodovar. It's it's very personal, and it kind of uh, it's it's. All the things he's done well over the years, but also adds a twist to it. And, and usually that's irresistible, but I think it's just such a strong year. It's, it's fighting for attention. I'm a little surprised that more people haven't predicted it. But, uh, but I'm guessing that movie's going to get attention from critics groups, which will give it a little bit of boost. I think it will. And kind of raise But it's raise going up against Parasite. I yeah. know, that's the problem. That problem. Yeah. It doesn't really matter what we think. It matters what <laughs> you think at home. You can make your predictions no, at Gold Derby. And, it, and you can prove <laughs> us wrong. And by the way, we're doing this before the SAG and the Golden Globe nominations are out, before the New York Film Critics have sounded off. That's what kind of guts we've got. What about you? Make your predictions now. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. 
Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.